0: da
1: can you-
2: Welcome to episode 224 of the Good Stuff Kids podcast. I'm your host, Mike Mason, and this is the show where we get to know the creators of certified and bona fide good stuff for kids and families. And on today's show, I welcome Jessica Campbell from Jessica Campbell and the Saplings to talk all about her brand new record, Can You Feel It? We talked about a ton of things. We talked about education. We talked about being from the 716. If you know, you know. If you know what I'm saying, the 716. And we talked about education and how she does what she does and fractals just a spoiler alert we talked about some frozen fractals all around and jessa was very tolerant of me making this tremendous leap from frozen fractals to her song called fractals but speaking of songs what you just heard is called can you feel it and it's the first track on jessa campbell and the saplings brand new record called can you feel it and it's good, it's what we like, it's got hooks galore, that's the part of the song where you hear it and you're just like, oh yeah, that's the part I like, that's the part I keep singing, that's the part that keeps going through my head, the hook. So before we get to Jess, I just want to remind you, if you want to reach out to me, email me, mike at goodstuffpod.com, find me on social media, the at symbol, goodstuffpod, would love to hear from you, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, I do all these things, not well, but I do all these things email. You got it, right? I just said it, right? Mike at goodstuffpod.com. That was both a checking to make sure that I did it as well as reinforcing what my email address is should you feel the need to email I also want to let you know that Jessa just put out a brand new video called T-Rex in the force which you need to see and at the end of the episode Jessa will tell you how to find all of these amazing things that she does her website YouTube etc so make sure you hear that as well as stay tuned all the way to the end to hear the full song can you feel it and if you like that clip you're going to like the whole thing. So enough of me talking. Let's hear from Jessa Campbell, from Jessa Campbell and the Saplings. It's the best to welcome Jessa Campbell to the Good Stuff Kids podcast. Jessa, how are you?
3: I'm doing so well. Thank you.
2: Good. It's Thanks for uh, having me. Yeah, totally. We, Um. I mean, we got off to like potentially what is the best start to any interview that I've ever had. Um, <laughs> we had some technical difficulties and you sounded like um, a character from one of our shared favorite shows that we established mm-hmm. right off the bat. So we were both watching Stranger Things and you sound a little bit like the Demogorgon, which is like, I don't know if it's like nerdy for us to admit that we like that show. Is that like a nerdy <laughs> thing at this point? Or Are we, are we still cool?
3: I think, I think we're pretty cool. Yeah. Okay. I think it's okay to be nerds as well. So (laughs) points, points if we are
2: nerds. Points, points across the board. So Jessa, we could talk about Stranger Things, but that's not the point of this particular podcast. But this podcast (laughs) and our conversation is all about getting to know you and hearing about the music that you make for kids and families. So let's, uh, let's just like, let's jump in here and tell us where you are and, and a little bit about yourself and we'll get into your backstory and the music and lots to talk about
3: sure um i'm currently in portland oregon um that is where my kiddo and i have lived for the past couple years now um originally from western new york but we uh made the trip out when he was about six weeks old and have been here ever since
2: all right so you've yeah. been in portland right you said mm-hmm. and uh yes. portland is not a nerdy city um from from my understanding <laughs> but what one thing that is really cool about portland itself is that there is this like sort of massive like surge of kids and family musicians in that area Mm -hmm. what do you think it is you know before we get into you specifically what do you think it is about that region or that area that is such like a fertile ground for for this kind of for this kind of music and this kind of performing
3: yeah i've noticed that myself um having having a kiddo you know i would often search online for different bands happening in town and i was surprised to find um there is a healthy representation of kids musicians here um i think portland is just you know people enjoy getting out there and being creative i think that's part of it it draws a lot of um musicians to this this part of oregon um and there's just a really, you know, creative vibe to the whole city. So I think naturally people are wanting to go out and experience um, experience music and get out there with their families. It's a very um, kind of get out and go type of city. Um, yeah, so I've myself have used um, different resources to find musicians in town and take my kiddo to shows and then started realizing, hmm, maybe I should uh Get in on this, and you know he can come see some of my shows. <laughs> so, yeah, cool. Yeah,
2: nice. So, so what's a what's a little bit of your musical background?
3: Yeah, um, I actually grew up doing more musical theater, um, and I was a part of. Uh, chautauqua opera institute as a kid so i'd grew up you know performing in operas and musicals and um, actually my my two younger sisters as well um, are both performers and the three of us were on a tour a national tour of dragon tales live Um, and so we kind of grew up on the road at times performing with different uh, national tours and and then i i did decide to study musical theater in college, um, got my degree in Pittsburgh from Point Park University. Um, and then after, after graduating there, went and did a few contracts as a singer dancer on a cruise line for a few years. Um, yeah. And it was sort of in that experience that I, I had a lot of free time. Let's just put it that way. (laughs) And so I would, uh, I would write some, some music with my free time and kind of discovered that I really enjoyed, um, Writing music as well, and so that's kind of how that whole thing started.
2: Cool. Can, can you? So I, 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 will be honest and say I don't know what Dragon Tales Live is. Oh, okay. Um, what is it? Yeah.
3: It was it was a kid show. Um, you know, back in the '90s and 2000s, early 2000s. Um, let's see here. It's the same company that produced uh, Sesame Street Live and Bear in the Big Blue House Live. It was a show about these two kids who discover this magical land, um, oh. and they go to Dragonland.
2: Yeah, and, yeah. It was, a,
3: it was a hit TV show. Right but, um, now,
2: yep. okay. So here's where yeah, I'm, I'm at in back. life. I've spent a lot of time with Dragon Tales, yet okay. for some reason, I did not put together that there was a live show in yep. addition mm-hmm. to that. Dragon Tales thing there's a character called Zach yeah. right like Zachy Zach yep Zach
3: yeah. and Weezy
2: yep okay alright so I,
3: uh-huh.
2: oh nice alright well thank you yeah. uh, so my kids are a little bit older now but um, right. you brought mm-hmm. me back you brought me back thank you <laughs> you're welcome um, <laughs> so so <laughs> yeah. you also you've spent some time not just in musical theater and, and yeah. not just in uh, kids and family music which I promise we'll get to in a second right. but there's this other side <laughs> of, of what you've been doing musically um, and it's sort of in tribute to a really influential band and I guess just tell the oh, yeah. tell us a little bit about about this part of your, your musical life
3: Sure, yeah I'm in a, a band called LDW Band um, and we are a Talking Heads tribute project um, or experience based in Portland um, but we pretty much we've done a lot of touring up and down the west coast um, and yeah that project has been just a lot of fun. We um, we do the Stop Making Sense show. We also have, you know, kind of our own live show in which we pull from all of the albums, all of our favorite tunes that the Talking Heads have put out. Um, and as well, we recently have been writing um, music ourselves. And so I've co written a few songs for the band and we've tried them out with our audiences and gotten a great response. Um, it's kind of Talking Heads like. But yeah, I just wanted to also have some original music out there. Um, So this band has been a lot of fun, a lot of singing and dancing, and and a lot of running. (laughs) A lot (laughs) lot of of running.
2: (laughs) Um, So so a lot of people people know the Talking Heads. Like this is a really well known band, and and know you know. you know, some of the the more well-known songs. But if you were to give someone who is a, a Talking Heads noob, someone who didn't know a ton about them but wanted to to get into them, you know, something besides, yeah. um, you know, I can't even think of the the – I'm hearing it in my head as I say this, but maybe I'm hungry or something. and not coming with the words. But um, what would be like one or two Talking Heads songs that you think are just like really awesome and maybe off the beaten path a little bit?
3: Oh, off the beaten path. Okay, I was gonna say burning down the house, but right. th- most people have probably heard that as their you know the supermarket. Um, I <laughs> would suggest my big hands is one of my favorite Talking Heads songs. Okay, that one's a lot of fun, a little more obscure. Um, yeah, that one and oh, goodness, born under punches mm-hmm. is another of my favorites. Um, but yeah, if, if you don't know the Talking Heads, I'd kind of start with songs like Burning Down the House or Life During Wartime, some of the more iconic songs um or you could come to one of our kid shows in which we do a little version of psycho killer but we call it psycho <laughs> kitty <laughs> and it's all about bringing home a new a new pet that might not turn out the way you thought it would <laughs> Oh my
2: that is amazing anywho, anywho is that an ldw children's show you're talking about or, or one of yours oh
3: yeah sometimes sometimes i do perform with the other lead singer um a lot of us in the band are our parents so uh-huh. the bass player of this band of ldw as well as the lead singer sometimes will perform with saplings uh-huh. and uh when they do we can you know we do we throw a few talking heads covers in there and uh, you know slightly change the lyrics if need so be you, so you
2: got it you got it. <laughs> if need be um need okay be. so some I've, of them
3: just work as kids songs yeah but, yeah
2: um like cities maybe maybe not um so uh, yeah, maybe, maybe. Um, okay, point. so th- so what's what's interesting here is, and I'm trying, I'm gonna make like this really like broad leap and see see where it lands us. But um, okay, so this album that you put out uh, with your band, um, the the Saplings, right? Th- that's mm-hmm. the name of the mm-hmm. band, is about as different from a Talking Heads album as you can <laughs> really get. Um, right. So. And, and I guess, like, you know, the main reasons are Talking Heads are known for being this, like, eclectic, sort of funky, a little bit electronic thing. But this record of yours is really rootsy. So mm-hmm. when when you were thinking about getting into the, the family music side of things, it must have been, like, a conscious decision. Like, these are the songs I'm writing. This is what I want to do. And was it hard right. to make that kind of jump? Or did it feel, like, pretty natural?
3: It felt very natural and here's why. I grew up um with a dad who loved bluegrass and so I kind of that when I think about my childhood, I think about bluegrass. And at the time, you know, I I wasn't as into it as I am now, but I do realize just kind of having that like rootsy up, you know, upbringing, um we'd often go to bluegrass festivals and I just remember that being a really fun part of childhood and you know a lot of families i'm thinking about summertime and kind of singing with your your parents around the campfire um and what type of music um that sort of brings out and mm-hmm. that's just the way the album kind of kind of worked itself um yeah those were the songs that i gravitated towards and that sound yeah. um, that reminded me of my own childhood
2: Nice. So, so the very first song. I mean, now, so now we're ready to dive in, right? Like we're ready sure. to get <laughs> ready into again. this to this record. Um, so the very first song like has that sort of all of those ideas. Can you feel it? And mm-hmm. I loved the. Um, you know, I'm, I'm always I always love when like a song surprises me, and and this is like very yeah. like it fairly straightforward, but there's something about the the chorus right and, and I, in songwriting mm-hmm. terms it's the hook that is just like pretty perfect so I think that uh it would be really cool to hear a bit because there's some story behind the song like it's not exactly oh, yeah. like <laughs> if you were just to look at a surface level pun intended boom it would be a little bit it would be a little bit different than uh than maybe what what the song is so tell us a little bit about right. it.
3: Yeah, this song um, actually was birthed out of a, a class that I taught at um, a homeschool learning center called Village Home. And we had 10 classes for that particular semester in which we explored um, different science concepts. And one of those concepts was a life cycle. And so I thought, you know, instead of just kind of explaining what a life cycle is, let's really dig into something that the kiddos might encounter coming from this part of the world, living in the Pacific Northwest. So we looked at the salmon life cycle. Um, And this song is just all about, you know, what it takes for these little salmon eggs to hatch and grow and the, all the stages that they go through and then their, their journey to the ocean um, and then back home, I just found that to be incredible, um, just the whole journey in and of itself, but also, um, you know, we got to explore migration and life cycles and look at a bioregional animal um so just kind of a good teaching tool for these mm-hmm. kiddos
2: i love that yeah. it's it, it's not just you know the story of a salmon right it's not just the right. story but it's like regional and it's it's like right. what uh-huh. life is like in the pacific northwest so um mm-hmm. i get another example of that is uh, and i'm not i promise we're not just going to talk about like the science songs but um, the waltz <laughs> of trillium and ant is is yeah. another sort of the sort of inspired by the the natural side of things so what's what's that one
3: yeah that one is our seed dispersal song um (laughs) and said very professionally yes yes (laughs) (laughs) uh and yeah we can you know we, we discovered seeds can travel by the wind or you know different ways that we're sort of used to hearing about but i didn't know that the trillium flower those seeds are actually dispersed by ants um so it's all about this relationship between the ants and the trillium flower, and sort of the incredible journey those seeds take, um, being carried by these ants to the ant hill, and fed to the larvae, and then taken to the frass. And it's just—it takes a lot of different steps for the seed to get planted in just the right type of soil. It needs to germinate. So, huh. pretty incredible flower.
2: Yeah, um, it's, yeah. that's. So, uh, side, side question, which is not necessarily, yes. I think it's all kind of related, <laughs> but have you always been interested in sort of the natural world around you and science and and flowers yeah. and fish and all that kind of stuff?
3: I almost studied biology and then decided to go into theater. Okay. <laughs> so it's kind of always <laughs> been this fascination of learning and I love, you know, I was the kid that was always outside and getting dirty, and I just loved exploring nature Uh um, and kind of, yeah, just reawakened that side of me um, as a mother and kind of, you know, teaching my own kiddo about the plants and animals in his own backyard. Mm -hmm. um, So, yeah and it just it's more fun to sing about it instead yeah. of just tell something about it so
2: okay cool so yeah. all right so i'm going to make one another one of these leaps and this might be the worst leap of all time to get to one of the best <laughs> songs of all times and i don't I, you know i don't know if we can predict where this is going to go but so you, you, being in the pacific northwest you get some weather and and some of the weather is snow and mm-hmm. you know, snow is cold and sometimes mm-hmm. when it's very cold things get frozen, which reminds me of a movie called Frozen. <laughs> <laughs> and, and in the movie Frozen, there's a song Let It Go. And in the song Let It Go, they talk about frozen fractals.
0: Fractals. And
2: yes. right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry about this. And uh, I love it. I love it. and but you have a full song about fractals and I think that this yeah. is a, another in this sort of in what you're doing here which is a line of 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 songwriting about science and about things that happen in our natural world and so it would yeah. be great to hear from you a little bit about what inspired this particular piece.
3: Yeah, this one was our um you know, we had a, a little it, within this class that i taught we were looking at shapes in nature um and noticing that there were some shapes that we just didn't quite know what to call and trying to figure out hmm, this uh for example queen anne's lace flower kind of looks like a circle but there are all these you know smaller versions that look a lot like the whole and so we just started discovering patterns in nature um and a way to describe those patterns, they show up in flowers, they show up in lightning, they show up in, if you're on an airplane, you're looking down at the water, um, the watersheds. Uh, basically, it's just a pattern in nature that repeats over and over. Huh. Um, yeah, so we can find them in our lungs and trees, anything that kind of just repeats and looks like the whole
2: huh.
3: when you break it down.
2: Very, very cool. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm a little concerned that you've you've gotten that sort of line of questioning before, which makes me (laughs) a little uh, makes me sad that I put you through that again. But thank you for (laughs) (laughs) thanks for thanks for bearing with me. Um, So so I so. So much of, of of the music, right, is around these ideas of science. And then there's some, like, really, really fun songs, too. Not that mm-hmm. the, the songs about science and about nature are not fun, because they certainly are. <laughs> but there's also, like, um, you know... I, I guess the one that I'm thinking of is is I actually saw a review um, when, uh, of, of kids who loved your song T-Rex in the Forest. So oh, it's, yeah. it's great to know that there's, you know, in addition to this really um, pointed and specific and important educational science stuff, there's also yeah. this this T-Rex in the Forest thing, which leads <laughs> to like – my question for you is: What is a Jessa and the Saplings show like? Like, if people are going to come to mm. see you, what can mm-hmm. they what can they expect? Because it seems like it's equal amounts of like really solid educational material and also really solid right. fun. But I don't want to put words in your mouth. Oh yeah. So so take me through. <laughs> <laughs> sure.
3: Well, first of all, you might be surprised to know, because my rule in in a uh, sort of keeping with the. Th- Theme of this album is that everything I sing about had to be from the Pacific Northwest. Huh. Did you know that the T-Rex is indigenous to North America, to this region?
2: I did not know that. So,
3: yep. So the T-Rex does fall in with our theme, but also super fun to sing about, and of course, <laughs> you know, I, I kind of get the kiddos to roar as loudly as they can before we perform the song. And then I ask them if they know how to snore. And uh-huh. so when I cue them, the whole audience, you know, we get really into it and stomp around. And and then the whole room, when I say, hear him roar, it's pretty fun. I yeah. get scared sometimes. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, yeah. wow.
2: Um, cool. So I love that there's a lot of, it sounds like a lot of audience interaction, a lot of, Oh, yeah! participation because you got to do it mm-hmm. right because if you oh, yes, yeah, yeah. if you you know this from having having kids of your own like if you're just sitting there things are going to go downhill in a oh yes major hurry um cool right. well i love that everything is based in the pacific northwest and you taught me about t-rex um <laughs> is there uh so you know, for an artist like you, who is all who is is dedicated to music and dedicated to teaching and and all these things, mm-hmm. what what's what can we look forward to from you? What what's coming up? Anything down the the pipeline? Um, things that are happening oh. for you?
3: Yeah, I mean, we've got a lot of really fun shows coming up. We're gonna be playing at a a fun. Festival pickathon here in Oregon oh, cool. um, in a month. Um, so, yeah, we're excited about that. But, you know, writing new music, uh, um, our next album, we're kind of already working on some tunes for that and sort of keeping with the nature theme. But um, we might be partnering with an artist um, who's based out of Mexico and kind of learning about their world um, and sharing, sort of doing a pen pal kind of um album where we we are learning about each other's um parts of the world so that's sort of what's in store uh, for our next album
2: nice oh very yeah. cool so in order to keep up yeah. with with you and and the rest uh-huh. of the saplings and and everything that's going on what are the best ways to to keep up is it website is it facebook instagram what have you
3: Yeah, we, we try to do it all. Um, I would say the website does have, um, that tracks all of our upcoming shows. So we've posted, um, you know, everything for a few months up there right now. Um, but also if you follow us on Facebook, um, and Instagram, you'll get the little, the little blasts and kind of, you know, seeing any new music videos that we're releasing. We do have, we do have a T-Rex Music video coming out. Oh boy. Um, very shortly. That one will be fun. Um, but yeah, any of those three work to keep in touch with us. And as always, stop by one of the shows and come say hi.
2: Come say hi. Um, yeah. Awesome. Well, so from one former 716er to another <laughs> former 716er, it has been uh, awesome to talk to you and hear, like, again, like all of this is grounded in what happens actually in the Pacific Northwest. And it's a good, it's good music, a, and really well done and like beautiful instrumentation. And it it means a lot. So thank you for the record and thanks for all you do.
3: (laughs) Well, thank you so much for having us. I really appreciate it.
2: Thanks again to Jessa for, for making the time to talk to me about all of it. Like we talked about a lot, right. And someday I think we should all aspire to love the place where we live enough to write a record about it and be inspired enough to research it and do all that interesting work to make music about the place we live. It's pretty great. And now here is the full song, Can You Feel It? by Jesse Campbell and the Saplings from the brand new record, Can You Feel It? Thank you so much for listening. Talk to you very, very soon.
1: You feel.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.